everybody again to the Low Key Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Lanton, uh, and joining us as always, your other two hosts, Mr. Tim Malloy. Howdy. And Mr. Keith Denny. How's it going, sir? How's it going? Pretty good. Uh, before we jump into our main topic, what have you guys been up to, man? Like, I know, like I told you, I've been playing Spider-Man on PlayStation 4. That shit's fantastic. It's amazing. Yeah, brings me joy, man. And my son loves it. You know, he's just over one. And every time I come in, he's like, Python Man, Python Man. <laughs> man Dude, I-, I haven't played a video game in years. And I like went over to my friend's house and we just sat, played. Like, I'm the worst. But it was incredible. <laughs> it's so realistic. It's so vivid. It makes you just want to buy like- a PlayStation. It makes me want to never go to the gym again and just work out my thumbs. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, I <laughs> I hate that I don't have a PlayStation. Everybody ain't able, so you know, maybe maybe. I mean, might. or 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 some people made the wrong decision. You got an Xbox One. Hey, Xbox One got some good games. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, what what games on Xbox One? I mean, we got Halos, Gears of War. Now, mind you, these are games that I don't really play, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got I got it, the Xbox One because most people I know got an Xbox One, so. See there that, that they, they got the black boat essentially. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah, Xbox does have a black boat. I do love uh, 360. Xbox One is not really that great though. Um, PlayStation Four, Wait. so many great exclusives. I know nothing about video games. How did Xbox One get the black boat? Well, it got the black boat because it got the black boat back in 360 days. This is kind of a long story. I would, you know, what? we should probably talk about that and how this happened. What is? Wait, what is 360? 360 is a game. Microsoft console Xbox 360. It's right after the. It's right after. It's the second right Xbox console. Yeah. So it's Xbox, so Xbox, Xbox, 360, Xbox 360. Currently Xbox One. Xbox One. Yeah. So. So how did it? How did it win back in the 360 days? Uh man, so it's a lot of stuff. I mean, it's not like PlayStation totally lost lost them. A lot of it's about sports titles, uh, first person hmm. shooters, uh, particularly like. Um, you know, you got your Halos, but also Call of Duty. They're different communities on different consoles and different platforms. Um, th- man, I would love to get deep into this, but, like, we will talk about that the whole time. We really should have an academic on for that. That's a fun thing to talk about. And, honestly, I'm learning a lot about um, the anger of young white men through online gaming. I kind of always have, but as I'm an an adult now and I'm watching things on Twitch and seeing how they talk about women and minorities. Like they're th- like I was actually watching a, a stream of Hearthstone. So I'm really innocent. It's a card game. And this yeah. guy from Israel was on there playing and they were talking about the size of his nose and all kind of weird. What? And then he started getting into like all this Zionist blah, blah. And I'm like, dude watching a card game right now. Like what are y'all doing? But but there's but you can kind of see, and also all those frogs start popping up. Now, this has actually been happening for a while. Oh, wow. Dude, it's it's really interesting, and, and the, there's the a lot pepe, of good stuff. The Pepe stuff frogs, out. you mean? Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff on Steve Bannon and how he got that ball rolling on that. And that stuff's already kind of been embedded way before him, too. These kind of, you know, insulated communities that, you know, want to say what they want to say, don't want to have anybody, you know, uh, trying to keep them in line and all that. So, um Keith, you know about that too. You know, like you, you'll be the, the, you know, you got a mic, 
you get online, you start talking, everybody's like, uh, we got one of those on the team. Now, I'm saying it the soft way, but... <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, I can't, I can't speak on that because I don't play with people I don't know. Oh, okay, so yeah, I th- but that's the thing. Like, I actually don't play online with mics or anything on anymore. Yeah. So wait, you used to go online, they would hear your voice, and they would go, "Oh, we have a racial slur." Yeah. Look, I would play. What? I would play games online and not even have my voice. I could be playing. Just some random game, be kicking somebody ass, and I'd be like, "Oh, you effing n word, blue, blah, 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 all the other stuff," and and basically, it's all things that you know you would use to offend somebody who's you consider a minority, a gay person, a woman, you know, stuff like that. It's this always been be like that, whole, though. This should be our whole entire episode. I, I mean, if, all right, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> This is actually a little more interesting and, and um, you know, kind of weird. We it seems talk- like you have questions. What are your questions? We were going to talk. We were going to talk about Brent Kavanaugh, but a lot of people are talking about that. Yeah. I just, I mean, I know about Gamergate. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I, know that, I know that there's been like a sort of a conservative backlash in a lot of video games, and not even so much a conservative backlash as like a white male sexist homophobic backlash against various groups and. There's a lot of intolerance and a sense of a protest of so-called social justice warriors whenever they feel like games are being needlessly politicized. But sometimes they consider like a female um, avatar to be political. Okay, I want you to finish a point, but can I say something real quick? It's going to seem unrelated, but I swear it's related. (laughs) I do not like – what the hell is the name of the the – Latest Star Wars film, not not Han Solo, not that, not Solo. The Last Jedi, Episode Eight. Yeah, I don't like that movie. And here's the thing: I would go on YouTube and I would just be like, I just want to hear somebody be critical of this film because I feel like we can be critical of this film. And I watched a few things on YouTube that were like, you know, um, Ray is a Mary Sue. I think Ray is a Mary Sue. Now that don't mean I have anything against women. You got to explain what a Mary Sue is, though. Tim, you get you got a look on your face like you don't know what a Mary Sue is. Well, you got to explain it for the audience. Uh, Some people Googling might Mary not Sue. know what a Mary <laughs> oh, Sue is. Okay, so um, a Mary Sue is a, and it's weird to use this terminology because it's really only used in like kind of racist asshole circles for the most part. Okay. I mean, I'm saying that, but like I don't see academics use it. I don't see anybody on, you know, uh, any sort of sites or, or publications that I read normally ever use Mary Sue. But Mary Sue is basically like a character who is a woman who's just overpowered and like gets everything immediately, is never wrong about anything, like makes mistakes, the mistakes don't matter. I mean, you, you know, a lot of characters are written this way. The Mary Sue thing is particular for women, and people say Mary Sue to mean almost specifically also on top of that. Now, I'm not saying this, but some people add the implication that it's to uh, forward some sort of feminist agenda. I've never heard this term before, but it sounds to me like something a writer would do to kind of vaccinate themselves against an accusation of sexism where if they only have one female character, for example, they just make that female character perfect. And then they can look at that character and go, well, look, she's the smartest one. Like she may be the only woman in the entire thing, but she's great. Um, 
but I'm seeing a lot of stuff on Wikipedia that it's the idea of fan wish fulfillment also, that it's just like, yeah. if I were on the show, it would be that. So it's kind of like the USS Callister episode where Jesse Plemons' guy <laughs> um, is definitely kind of a Marty Sue. Um, I'm, Marty Sue. <laughs> I'm so, just getting that from Wikipedia too, where he's just he's just perfect and the world revolves around him. Total wish fulfillment. Hey, hey by the way, they got a shirt of the U.S. Callister crew at on um, Target. Just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> but um, it also makes me think about um, Black Panther. Okay. Like Tony Yossi Coates was talking about, that was one of the issues it was he had with writing T'Challa because originally T'Challa was written to be pretty much perfect. Mm-hmm. Like he he in a sense he didn't have any glaring weaknesses or anything like that. So what he tried what he went to work on is what's the how can you be a king and be a hero at the same time? So so here's the thing I wanted to mention initially too. So I I wanted to make mention those points about you know the film to say that I watched like probably like six seven videos long videos about how Star Wars Episode Eight was not as great as some people were saying and i just because i was just like man i know i'm not the only one feeling like you know the way they did luke was whack and this and that blah 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 oh, that was super and, yeah and a lot of people complain about uh ray and leia and you know how some of the things work and I said, yeah i think i thought they were whack too now i was doing it just because i wanted to hear those perspectives i listened to some people talk about how they thought the film was okay. I just disagreed with him, so I didn't listen to as much of it. I bullshit you not. For, like, two months, all I got was a bunch of, like, really racist, women-hating, minority-hating videos on my YouTube feed after that about film. Like, if I saw anything no- about film, that's all it was. Because of how YouTube is set up, the longer you watch something, the more it'll, like, tie you into certain stuff. And then yeah. it just makes it into something uh, you just want to keep seeing it. So that's all I saw for a long time. So and I didn't know I was depot. going into those circles. And it was stuff like LeBron, you know, was owned and blah, 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 blah. Here's why this thing, like, there was actually something, like, they still send me shit like this. I got something that was like, um, LeBron just put up, though, that school, but it's not what you think it is. It's actually this, and LeBron sucks, and, like, I'm like, oh, my God, man, I just watched these videos, like, almost a whole year ago, and I'm still getting this shit. Yeah. So YouTube thinks you're, like, uh, you're, like, a Pepe so. guy. <laughs> YouTube thinks you're like a Pepe fan. I watch too much stuff about not liking Star Wars, and now I'm stuck in, in the Pepe world. Yeah. Wow. It sucks. Wow. Anyway, so that's why I stopped you. I didn't mean to just cut you off of that, but it's tech and is just kind of trippy because they see these data points and they're like, ah, this person, of course, is like this. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I just want to watch a few of these. And really, if I just want to watch something for a different opinion, that's all I want to see, man. Like, I was getting stuff. I just didn't want to see, like, conspiracy yeah. stuff, like, here's why you should believe in this and this and this, and I'm like, wow, man, like, that's not what I'm here for. So I actually started using different browsers, all kind of stuff. That's crazy. Wow. That's the only way I could see things that were more relevant to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, because I used to say to, um, my friend, whenever we talk about, like, racism, my friend Juan and I... I'd always, he'd always say like, oh yeah, like people are super racist. And I was like, yeah, but like I get to hear, I didn't remember saying this, but apparently I said this when I was like 12 and I was like, yeah, but I get to hear the racist stuff they say when you're not there. So like, I hear like, I hear like the real racist stuff, but I always, it's like the impression that you get, but now everybody gets to hear, gets to hear, has to hear the racist stuff. It's like, it used to be like, 
as a white person, you would hear some some very sketchy stuff and go like, what? But like now it's just all out there. Dude, and it's weird because like I remember when I was a teenager, like I don't even remember how I got there, but like I ended up on Stormfront. Oh boy. You guys familiar with that? That's like a Nazi site, right? I think they'll just consider themselves white nationalists, but like I was reading through their forms. Like, and I think I got there because I had this really alienating experience on, on like a different form, um, where some, well, I'm kind of talking about something separate actually right now, but on this form, it was like all these people, like, I actually remember which one it is, I'm not gonna name it, but, um, I was a fairly bright kid and I wanted to talk with other people who knew stuff in the world. And so like, I could go to these internet forums in like the late nineties or like early two thousands and just kind of talk about stuff. And it'd be adults, it'd be kids about my age, whatever, but they had, like, philosophy stuff, uh, general things, like, basically memes for that time, all kind of things. And what I realized, though, was there just weren't many black people in there. Like, I could tell, like, the experience, the way they spoke and, and their perspective was just, they really either dismissed or, like, completely didn't even notice that there was a perspective that a minority might take on the subject. So as I would try to um, interject with those things. I, you know, sometimes it'd be cool, but I, a lot of times it was like very dismissive, and they didn't really give a shit about what I had to say, simply because of the perspective, not because of the point I was making. And that was kind of jarring for me because you know you feel like the NS is place like you can kind of go and exchange ideas and this and that, and that's true to a degree, but that aspect of feeling alienated was always kind of present until social media hit. You know, unless you just really insulated yourself in those circles. And that's how video gaming worked, too, just kind of circling back to that. Once you hit certain... Con- so, for example, Nintendo, I don't know if you know this, but online play, for the most part, they don't allow voice chat. This is started oh, really? to change a little bit. Yeah, this has started to change a little bit, but, like, you even had to do something, like, called a friend code. Like, I remember when the Wii came out, they had, like, this... I think it was longer than this many characters. It was like 20 characters. And you had to know this this to like add a friend. But like you couldn't have like your own name, so to speak, that you just picked. You just had like this friend code. And they also, like I said, didn't put voice chat in, partially because they're trying to remain family friendly. And they know as soon as you introduce voice, that shit go out the window. People get real, wow. real, like whatever the asshole part of a particular culture is, or those, or that youth group, normally it's a youth group, that's gonna be like you know the dominating force of how people get trolled and this and that, and that's why you see like every esport. Like one of the things they always talk about a lot, talk about is the harassment in those communities, um, yeah. and the trolling and the you know griefing and all this stuff. Like all those all those communities have to have a way to to talk about it and deal with it. But within that, oftentimes is um, sexism and racism that's just really blatant and and you know. You learn to deal with it or you don't. But, like, I remember the first time I, I got really called a nigga was on Unreal Tournament. Like, I was playing on a what Unreal. Oh, it's a PC person? stuff. It's a PC first-person shooter. I never had been called that until I was... Again, I was not using voice chat. I was just playing well. I had, like, you know, some killing sprees and headshotting people off the wall and all that. And it must be a blah, blah, blah. And then, like, wow, dude. Like, it's not How old were you? Like twelve? Yeah, Unreal was that game though. It was. That was it like was. 
That was like their first person shooter. You know they were making the next one until Fortnite started making hundreds of millions of dollars a month. Oh yeah, they probably don't need to try to step into the game. <laughs> now that all the resources for the new Unreal working on Fortnite, but anyway. But you, um, yeah. but the you one know, thing I think about, and oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, I was just gonna say that even with that, like from from the idea that they didn't even know that you were black or not. See, this is something that I didn't know until like college, but there are. And I don't know if Tim know any white guys that like this, but there are white guys that call each other the N word. We can't say this on here, right? So, <laughs> so oh, like I already that. did. So okay, so they I, call, I slipped in one. Oh yeah, yeah. they call no, themselves. There's that. definitely, there's definitely like a sarcastic, ironic, whatever. Like, where was I? I think I was in college. I heard about the story. Okay, I heard about the story secondhand. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. No, we um, believe. Everybody was watching Boys in the Hood. Like a bunch of white people were watching Boys in the Hood, and they're all calling each other the N word and stuff. And they're all like, "Oh, N word this, N word that," and they're all like goofing around and like trying to adopt a voice or something. And then somebody knocks at the door, and they're like, "Oh, come on in, N word." And then guess who's at the door? Black guy. And he like walks into this, and he, he's like, "What are you doing?" And then they try to explain that with context, and it's like, "Oh no, no." We weren't calling you the word. We were calling like whoever knocked on the door the word. But it's just like, sorry, like can't explain yourself out of that. Yeah, I mean, oh. I've seen it where, like, I used to stay on these apartments on campus, right? And like, there was it's it's kind of weird. That, I'm trying to remember how the situation went, but pretty much these white guys got to fight. So, apparently how the story was, they, they, these guys threw a party, right? He's in my apartments. And one of the girls that was at the party was underage. So, the girl's brothers had came over there to get her. So, they came to get her, and they got jumped by the guys at the party, right? And so, as they're, like, punching them, and I'm talking you about stomping them. You 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 remember how you stay in them ratchet ass apartments over there across the street? Some of the one across the street from uh, the train tracks. Of yeah, Memphis? across you the train place? tracks. Oh yeah, okay. Anybody that stay by the train tracks probably stay in the hood apartment anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, so they you either, you either in the hood apartment or you just barely on the good side of town. So me, so me, it's like me and we just out there just smoking and chilling and stuff, and we see them they jumping each other and it's entertaining to us, right? And the whole time they like Jesus. they saying the N word as they beating this dude down with like every punch is like boom boom, and I was, I looked at now, my are these home. white guys these white guys beating no, up on okay, other white guys are both parties white guys both are white beating up white guys like they jumping yeah, I've each seen other. that shit too and it's weird it is the weirdest <laughs> and it's like but the, I'm gonna tell you the weird the thing that threw me off about it they not even hood white they like that's what I'm saying yeah. They like Covington, Tennessee white. Like these, the guys that they jumped were actually, they said, they, they were coming from Millington. And they, oh, they beat their ass yeah, and told okay. them. That's, that's got some stuff. They beat their ass and they told them, quick. take your ass back to Millington. And it was like, it was like a real like hood ass beat down, right? And the whole time, like I've never seen that before. I didn't even know they talking to each other like that. I was asking my homeboy. I said, "Are we supposed stuff, to be offended?" But they either get too comfortable or like don't realize you're in the room still. But, I mean, but everybody does that though, right? You know, like there are ways black people talk that you know they don't. There are things said at, at dinner tables that you wouldn't say around 
you know, uninvited company, you know. And I'm going to tell you the but worst thing about the situation. The the guys, one of the guys' girlfriends walked over there, and she going to tell me and my cousin, help us break this up. They going to get arrested. I said, no. The fuck? If we go oh, over yeah. there and get involved, we going to get arrested. And now, then, keep in mind, this is like way before cell phone video was going all around the right. world. Like, you know what's crazy? My mom, okay, so you know how that thing just happened um, in Dallas with the guy who opened up his his uh, his door to that police officer who shot him? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So my mom, it's weird. Like, looking back on it, there are all these rules. She, she would, like, I say rules. I mean, guidelines, whatever the hell you want to call them, but she would, like, you know, say, don't do this, don't do that. She repeat these things to me all the time. I never really got some of them until, like, I saw seeing certain shit happen and normally involved cops. So she would say stuff like, you know, if you get pulled over, keep a hand on your tendon too. Okay, well, like, that makes sense to me. Like, that's pretty straightforward. She would say stuff like, um, you know, never open the door if you at night if you're not expecting somebody. Oh, yeah, I was, I've been. I was like, well, I was like well, why oh, would God. I, mean, I get what you're saying, but, like, why would that be a big deal? That is a very big deal. You know, I, don't do and, that. I don't do that to this day. Right, but see, most people ain't paranoid like that. You know, like they don't feel like they have a reason to be paranoid like that. Like, and what I'm starting to realize is, the older you are, when you black, like you actually just see shit repeat all the time. So, like when Dave Chappelle tells that sprinkle some crack on them and let's get the fuck out of here, that's exactly what this is. Hell, they the dude shot oh, you mean, found marijuana you, you, in his apartment. So you kill somebody, uh, if a police officer kills somebody, like a bad, sh- a bad kill, I don't know what that would be called, a bad shooting to like plant drugs on him or something. Yeah, well, okay, but you, the but way you know they were trying to say like, that he had marijuana in his apartment too, like that matter. Yeah, so the guy in Dallas. Well, that was, I, I know, that that was the after the fact, after, after he got shot in his own home exactly. by this off-duty police officer, they reported that they did a search warrant and said, oh, there was marijuana in his home. And that was interpreted as like trying to show after the fact that he may have been a bad element, and well, maybe my, that somehow my, mitigates the shooting. Exactly. I was like, my understanding though, I think this could be wrong. Is that it wasn't a search warrant? They were going there to like collect evidence or something of like whatever might have happened, and they just happened to find the marijuana. Is what what I think they were saying. Yeah. Now, the thing about the killing yeah. softly thing that's funny is that's 1999, and yeah. the joke is. He said, I can't call the cops because my house is too clean or too neat. That's too much nice stuff in it. He said, I'll call the cops. They come in there. He said, Poom. oh, man, he was still here. He said, let's bring some crack on him and get out of here. That's the joke. Um, the spell, yeah. Yeah. And that's literally what they're fucking doing right now. And <clears throat> the thing you got to remember about Dave is he did grow up in the D.C. area. So he would have been aware of the fact that black people were saying that these things were happening. And, yeah. you know, whether you live in, like, okay, like, there are cop shootings. We've had multiple cop shootings in the Nashville area um, in the past year. I say past year. It's been probably tight now, like, six months. Um, and I don't live in Nashville proper. I live in the suburb of Nashville. This shit never comes up in Franklin, ever. But when, I mean, I'm, when, I'm, when I'm in Nashville, it comes up, you know? Yeah. Cause it, I'm partially because it happened there, partially there's more black people there, but you're so far removed from those things. Like, when when things are rampant, when any sort of discrimination is rampant, it's only really going to be believed by the people it's happening to, 
And it's right. only even going to be like giving attention to the people it's happening to. Hell, people who ain't there and ain't seeing it, they're like, well, shit, I, I don't notice it when I'm there. And I get it, because if you don't see it, you don't see it. But once you see it, what do you do with it? That's always the question. Well, there's an impression. I don't know. I don't have any numbers. I don't I don't know the answer to this question. But there's an imp- there was an impression, at least in the last couple of years, that while the number of police shootings seems to be dramatically increasing, and was it dramatically increasing, or was it that we there was social media... And because of social media, more reporting that made people aware of it. It's it was because just of social always media. going on all along. It's because of social media. It's always been going on. Yeah, it's kind of like when people. This is this is a little bit different, but when you hear folks talk about how the divorce rate is up, and they're like, "Man, we're just such a you know a deranged nation. Like we're just lacking morals. Like look at what's happening to society. More people are getting divorced, and it's like, yeah, women can leave." Yeah, back in the day, they could. Yeah. You know, there was no like, choice. Women, can, women are, are legally allowed to leave. They they have more <laughs> financial opportunities. You know, yeah. it's more likely. Obviously, it's not as common as it ought to be. But when they try to, um, you know, report domestic abuse, it's a higher chance it'll be taken seriously, and the you know perpetrator of the crime will face some sort of punishment for it. Yeah, and people are in a sense slow. You know, like what do you mean? It's, it's almost like we live in an age where people don't have loyalty to anybody and then like and everybody's just managed by their emotions. I might be going off on a thing in this. But like a woman now, they they get to a point where they be like, oh, he didn't make the bed today. I want a divorce. I'm not feeling this anymore. I'm not I happy. Mean, well, okay, but, the but first thing they say, fair, like back in the day, people, no, real talk, like if you, I bet, I bet counselors were used to people or people going to a judge be like, I'm leaving him because he beat me because he did this, he did that. Now the main thing is I'm not happy. Hold on. But I think that I'm, goes but that goes both ways. I'm not yeah, it happy. does. It does. But but to bring it back to what we were talking about, this is real. Bro, this um, bullshit. I hate it. So, there, there are over two hundred uh, and this is in the UK alone in divorce proceedings. Fortnite has come up over two hundred times this year. What the wow. game Fortnite? Yeah, I'm leaving my spouse because I'm sick of them with this bullshit in Fortnite. Hey, that's just that's just representative of a bigger problem. I mean, my wife scolds me about the phone all the time, where she's like, "Why are you on the phone when we're here together?" And she's right; she's totally right. Like, if I'm looking at my phone or something, that's the that's the exact same argument as the Fortnite argument. It's like, why aren't you paying attention to what we're doing here right now? And that's another, that's a challenge. I mean, because there's always like a distraction. There's always a potential, oh, yeah, 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 let me just answer this text real quick. Like, let me just. Oh, oh and then next thing you know, you're on Instagram. Yeah, I don't know. It's a mess. Well, women know it's it's like you can't be too much of that and you can't give them too much attention. They'll divorce you for getting too much attention. It's just like, I, I feel like sometimes what people. What state gotta, is that? Goes both ways. No, nah, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, it's, goes, yeah, it's so on. A, it's on a whole other side of whole other side of the spectrum. I, I think if people just gonna manage themselves by their emotions all the goddamn time, that's why people get divorced so much. Oh my god, is Keith becoming a stoic? No, I'm dead serious. I, like people. Do you know what I'm talking about though? The 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 uh, philosophers, the stoics. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like a lot of people just ain't shit. Like I mean, I feel like it, you know. Marriage should be something to work out. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's something where your life oh, yeah. is at stake. Or even, I can even understand if the person is cheating on you or they being unfaithful and you divorcing. 
But but everybody yeah. just going by like one day they just not happy. They not gonna try to go to counseling. They gonna not gonna try to work it out. They just go straight to divorce. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because I actually, Tim. I don't I don't know what your. Um, I'm not even thinking like direct friend groups, but maybe even just like you know people you have come across in life and you've lived all around the country. Um. I mean, I don't know how common it is that people just kind of pack and leave quickly. Like, I don't, I don't see that happen a lot. You know, it's normally like a long letting go process. You know, I, I mean, I've only been married for nine months. Oh, I wasn't talking about you in particular. Oh no, 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 and I've never, and I've never been divorced, and pray to God I never will be. Like, I don't see it. We're both really anti personally getting divorced i mean what am i trying to say we generally believe like don't get married unless you are like going to do this until you die like don't don't treat it as an option that's how i feel about it shouldn't be an option yeah but what other people do you know do what you're gonna do like I, i also i think it's better to be in i think there's some people who should definitely be divorced rather than be unhappy and if it's an abusive situation of course you should get divorced um but if you know i can't i'm not in anybody else's relationship i just don't know what goes on with anyone else and it's like it's easy to it's easy for me to say like i would never do this but i don't like my parents for instance my parents are super socially liberal they're like they support everything you can imagine, every right you can imagine, but they themselves are total and complete squares. Like they, they've had like maybe five alcoholic drinks in their entire life. They hate smoking. They, Oh my God, they're going to be together. alive so long. They've been together for like 44 years or something. Wait, how old am I? Yeah, they've been together for like 44 years. <laughs> like, hold on, do the math. <laughs> um, just barely. No. Um, but, you know, they just wouldn't prescribe it on anybody else. So it's kind of, I, I, I'm kind of, I hope to turn into them in that way. But they come, they come from an age of people who are actually loyal. Like and this whole generation, this is, this is a very microwave generation. Like people, man, that's why, like people change. That like, changed a lot of the game for people is transportation, man. Like you can go somewhere <laughs> so fast. Transportation like, and options. Like, dude, but the, like, okay, the, think about it. Even in people. the, like, let's say you, you were born in like 1950, right? You, when you're in your, like, our age, right? Even like, you know, so youth, like, cars ain't just coming off the rack like that for you to just come and buy me. In some cases, about it, if it's mm-hmm. 1950, maybe, but like, you know, when you get to a point where people can kind of just move on their own quickly, communicate fast. That changes stuff, man. Like you can get nudes in your pocket, it, it like like that. That's like, the point. That's the point I'm making type... about options. It's just, but, it's just but that's, crazy, yeah. man. That's different. Yeah, you know, nah, information, too, data. It's too much options. Like even if you can't get to it, the fact that you know that it's out there really messes with people's brains. But all that's I mean sure. when I say that, yeah. yeah, all I mean when I say that is, you know, one. We need to quit lying to people, though, about how faithful and loyal everybody was. People were, were, I mean, look, Papa was a Rolling Stone with some a lot of people going through. You know, like, men weren't just suddenly a shit ton more faithful. Like, hell, if anything, it was 
easy to get away with stuff back then. Like, I know a lot of people who had issues back then, you know, with their parents not um, having an easy situation. Mad Men. I mean, you watch Mad Men. Don Draper lives, tells his wife and says, I'm staying in the city tonight. And she says, okay. And what's her recourse? I mean, she doesn't have a job. She really can't leave. She eventually does leave. But that's, that's how loyalty works back then. You can't go. That's how. That's what they called loyalty, but it was also a little bit of like, I don't want to say imprisonment, but definitely a lack of options for women. Yeah, so I mean, that's the good. That. That's the good part of divorce, where people can get out of those situations. Peace the bad out. part is the the bad part is yeah, there is like there is more temptation all the time. I mean, because like you said, there's people can send you nudes from across the country anytime. There's uh, you have just access to meet more people. I mean, if you lived in a small town in 1938 and there were, you know, 200 people, if you have an affair, it's going to get around. Now, Real it's quick. Like you, can carry, you can carry out your secret affair in, you know, Seattle and no one will ever know. Man, yeah. I was at the, the KOD concert last night, the uh, J. Cole concert, and uh, it, it has multiple meanings to it. And one of the things I thought was so fascinating, it, it was a good concert, but there's a song, um, third song on the album, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's about, like, getting nudes. Not just getting nudes, but, like, seeing a woman and feeling like she's so enticing because she's online, and, like, while he's performing, he's showing us things people have sent him, and it's all blurred out, but he's, like, the song's, like, talking about how you can get so enticed by these things, like, and how he's trying to learn how to just, like, kill that demon, like, don't just run after that. Like, it's, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. So in summary, the internet promotes racism and cheating. We are against it. Yes, and we also uh, clarified that, you know, the loyal generation probably was more because, you know, folks didn't have options. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes not having options is a little good, though, in some cases. So. I don't know, man. Yeah. I think the more op- – the thing is, if person got options and they stick around, then, you know, things are stable. That's true. That is true. That's true love. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, man. You well, don't, that's because you, don't want you stayed because you wanted to, not because you had to. Yeah. You don't want to. Uh, <laughs> what's, damn, what's that thing I'm thinking? I was like, please, sir, I want some more. Oh, what is that? What's uh, that from? He's like, asked for porch. Some Charles Dickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. And like the way they did on Family Guy, Stewie's like, please, uh, I want some more. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, this was, a, this was, yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad that we didn't go down the route we considered. This was still a fun conversation. I feel like we all got a little bit from it. Um, yeah, this was our Brett Kavanaugh episode. Um, yes. We solved the Supreme Court issue. Yeah, so yeah. Kavanaugh will be uh, working on the Supreme Court next month. Can't wait. Um, so if you enjoyed what you heard so far, please, please, please give us a review. Five-star agent. Um, share with your friends and family. Uh, definitely, definitely make sure you tune in every week. We're going to continue to put out awesome content for you guys. Um, and, you know, when we don't feel strongly about something, maybe we'll have another random one like this to go somewhere. Okay, cool. It just kind of organically happened. I love it. I yeah. love talking to you guys. Yeah, man, same, <laughs> same. That was, that was fun. So, yeah. yeah, and Keith, man, you gotta keep telling your stories, man. You always got the wackiest shit. Yeah, I got a lot of stories for you. 
So maybe 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 you should uh yeah just just tell the gorilla just, one one day on, on low key. The gorilla story. Uh, yeah, right. I'm tired of telling the damn story. I tell it one day. <laughs> Bet. All right, so um, make sure you also check out the other podcast from myself and Keith. Meanwhile, the multiverse and Tim's other podcast. Shoot this now with Matt Donnelly. Woo 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 woo. Okay, that's right. how you get high for it. All right, <laughs> all right, you guys. All right. See you later. Peace. All right. All right.